You grab the blanket, girl, I grab the beer. I know a spot not far from here. A little place only four-wheel drives can go. Welcome to the Back Porch with Jay and Brandon. Hopefully you haven't found yourself here by an accident. Today is February 28th, and we have Brandon Barnett in the studio with us today. Brandon, good morning. Good morning. This is going to be our first episode after Snowmageddon 2015. Uh, I think that I'm so ready to be out of the house that today we just may make this episode four hours and 30 minutes long. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely ready for spring, Brandon. This cold weather is, is not my thing. Yesterday, we had a secretary bring her kid to the office, and being a smart aleck, I walked through the office, and I said, uh, hey, uh, I'm glad to see your kids here. That That's fun. She said, well, if she's not going to go to school, she's going to have to get a job. This is a 10-year-old. <laughs> Their kids have been out of school over a half a month. Yeah, yeah. That's, I know Oban County has been out for a, a very long time, and it's, it's kind of nuts. It but is. Here, well, we, we missed one day, and... You know, they're out two weeks. But uh, Brandon, let me tell you about this new show that uh, that's that's happening around Jackson. It's called Exit Eighty Two. Uh huh. Um, it's it's airing on NBC on Saturday night. Uh, it comes on right after Saturday Night Live. Of course, for the Jackson local area, anyways. Yeah, and if you're um, an old person, you can just TiVo that Joker and watch it go. Sunday morning. That's right. But what they're uh, what they're doing is they're gathering a lot of our great musicians, local talent, and they're showcasing them on this TV show and uh, and really trying to help promote them and then get their name and music out there. Um, i tell you what, if, if you would, you can go to our website, which is tennesseebackporch.podbean.com, and uh, you can click on their link. Uh, we've got two links, one to their website and one to their Facebook page. So if you would, go and check them out. They're really helping us out a lot, and we're trying to help them as well. Um, so before we get good and started, we're going to play a, uh, a few words from our sponsor, Exit 82. They also play every Monday night at Pandora's Box. That's correct, they do. That's they film they live film. at uh, Pandora's Box on Monday night. You can get all the information you need from Facebook, uh, who's playing, how much tickets are, how you can RSVP, and so on. So uh, let's go ahead and, and, and play this. And, and help promote them, and let's get their name out as well. Sounds great. Halfway between Nashville and Memphis lies Exit 82. The Jackson, Tennessee area is a hotbed of extremely talented musical performers. Join WNBJ for the Exit 82 show. You'll see and hear an amazing variety of original music performed by Jackson area talent. Exit 82 airs every Saturday following Saturday Night Live on Jackson's NBC 39. All right, we're back. Now, we have some live music with Brandon Barnett. Brandon, thank you for being in the studio with us this morning. Thanks for having me. So tell us about the first song you're going to play for us. Uh, there's no real interesting story behind this other than uh, it's called She's Changed Everything, and it's about um, what I hoped I would find in a woman, not what I had. <laughs> uh, but I've since found that, so that's cool. All right. A smile you can't forget once you've seen it. Make you think of love when no one means it anymore. She make you wanna be 
you're doing the best you can At least that's what you used to think But she's changed everything She's changed everything She got a way that leaves you wanting more Kind of woman dreamers write love songs for this one life ain't nearly enough time To take advantage of her being mine Oh, nothing's as it seems but She's changed everything She's changed everything I don't want to go back to the way things were before I knew her, I loved her And believed there was more This one woman man understands The power of her touch Tell us a little bit about, you said that you wrote this thinking about the woman you wanted to find. Uh, what was going on when you were thinking about that? <laughs> Isolation. Um, <laughs> yeah, I found myself um, divorced and alone and uh, kind of decided just to uh, I quit my job of 13 years, my well-paying job of 13 years, and decided to chase music, and uh, this was just a... Uh, I don't know. I've always written about love and was trying to write a positive song. You know, I didn't want it to be some dirge about being alone. Right. I was like, well, this would be cool. You know, I'd like a woman like this. And uh, that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, I think that's an awesome concept to try to look for, to write a song about the woman you're looking for instead of the woman you're leaving. Right. <laughs> Got plenty of those, too. <laughs> well, what's the next live song that you're going to play for us later in the show? Uh, I'm going to do one called Man Who Tries. Okay. And uh, that's about trying to get the woman that you want. <laughs> a lot of inspiration in your songs comes from what you want to be and where you want to end up in life. Is that right? Yeah, because I mean, a lot of, I guess we're all this way. We we don't necessarily like where we are at the time, sometimes in the present. So, you know, you can either sit sit back and look at the past and poo-poo that, or you can be like, well, I want to be better in the future. So, Hey, sometimes where we think we are in the present is also just this grand ideal that we're not actually to yet. True. Sometimes we're living in a present that we're not actually there. Right. Well, uh, what about the recorded song? We're going to listen to a recorded song real quick that you've sent over to us. Uh, what's the first one we have coming up, Jay? This one is called uh, Your Ever-Loving Arms. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Brandon, uh, this, this song is starting to gain some popularity. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting. Um, it's going to be played in March. It's going to be played in a half a million hotel rooms and college campuses on one of the stations that they have on, on TV. And um, I'm getting some internet radio play. Uh, just and I'm got that's, that's good. Got into a uh, possibly I hate I'm going to jinx this, but <laughs> uh, a publishing thing out in uh, out in L.A. Uh, to get it placed in movies and TV. So okay, that's all off that one song. So no, nope. and, and that's and that's good. Just coming from one song. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're also currently a, a songwriter in Nashville. Is that correct? Right. I'm. Well, I guess I would be. Yes, I am. I'm just waiting to get paid. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to say that you are something if you're not eating off of it yet. Um, right. But yeah, I'm a songwriter in the making, if that's the prerequisite. Yeah. Okay. And you, you've worked with uh, Jonathan Singleton. Yeah. Yeah. And Marty Dotson is a, uh, he's a mentor of mine. He wrote um, oh, the first Billy Currington number one. Must be doing something right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let Me Down Easy was his. Everybody Want to Go to Heaven, Kenny Chesney. So he he's a nice mentor to have. I would say so. He, he's been around the block a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Brandon. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's play this song for everybody and uh, we'll see what they think. All right. You can say what you want, but I made for love. You can say that I'm not. But it's on the tip of your tongue You want to tell me I'm right But you don't out of spite And I don't understand Why does it have to be So Why does it have to be 
ways to try to make you see But I've been wasting my time All of the while you won't take a chance on me Why does it have to be So damn all for me to be I really like that song. Has anyone ever asked you if you think that song sounds like Buddy Holly and Dwight Yoakam had a love child and it became that song? <laughs> I've gotten the Dwight Yoakam comparison on, on that one. Um, yeah, I, I get a lot of Rufus Wainwright comparisons, which a less talented version of Rufus Wainwright, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dwight, definitely. When you were growing up and listening to music, who did you listen to the most? Who did you enjoy the most? Uh, when I was four years old is when Elvis died and, uh, that's when I started singing and I would sing in church and I used to like put on Elvis records and, um, pretend I was him. And then I found my mom's meet the Beatles album when I was eight and I wanted to be Paul McCartney. That's a good start. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that. Is there anybody outside of country music that you feel like has had a big influence on you? Oh yes. Uh, every, everything I listen to, but, um, Rufus Wainwright, I mentioned Elliot Smith is a guy who's, he's now passed, but he was, he did all the acoustic music in the, the Goodwill Hunting soundtrack. Yeah. He, and, uh, he changed my world as far as home recording and things like that. Uh, Radiohead, early Radiohead, anything melodic with big voices and, and cool guitar stuff, I just mm-hmm. gravitate towards, you know. Well, Brandon, let me ask you this. You said you've, you've battled cancer. You're now a cancer survivor. Yes. How many years have you been in remission? Oh, let's see. I got it. I was lucky enough to have it twice. I got it in um, '97 and then 2004. So it's been it's been 11 years since the last. Okay, well that's that's good. And and after you decided to to pursue your songwriting, um, you moved into an old farmhouse. You said. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. What what led you to that, and what you were thinking? Well, I kind of fell down, and I lost I lost everything. And um, this is kind of a, uh, an opportunity that I had where a guy he had his mother was living in it and. He got inherited this house. He doesn't know what to do with it. Still doesn't. It's over a hundred years old. And so he just needs somebody to be out there and keep it up. So I kind of used that to pick myself back up. And of course it, 
it sits on nine acres. It's not like it's a free ride. I've got a, and it costs a mint to heat and cool that thing. But, <laughs> you know, I have to, I have to try to keep it up as much as I can. But that, that allowed me to kind of, uh, well, it's the first time I'd ever lived out in the country for one thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, you've got a lot of time and I don't hunt anymore. I fish a lot, but there's no lakes around the house. So, uh, I started recording at home, you know. I'm sure you get a good sound out of it as well. I'm sure yeah. Being, being an older house and the, the acoustics and, and such. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you got another song you'd like to play live for us? Yeah, yeah. Um, this one's going to be uh, Man Who Tries. I wrote this one. I started the ho- I had the hook, and this is kind of, I was kind of thinking about my divorce and that one line in there. I don't know if I can see the world through your eyes, but I want to be the man who tries. That kind of was the impetus of the song. But then I just kind of put a bunch of stuff about driving because I love, I love to drive and travel. And I wrote half of it, and then I went up to Gatlinburg to a Songtown USA retreat, which is Marty Dodson's um, group with Clay Mills, who also wrote uh, Beautiful Mess for Diamond Rio. And so I wrote, I finished writing the song in the hotel room and played it for the first time in front of those two pro songwriters. And I had to read it off a note, piece of notebook paper, which is so amateur, man. You don't do that. But I got a lot of compliments <laughs> from them, and, and that kind of got me in with Marty. So that's great. But, uh, yeah, this is Man Who Tries. Summer's almost gone Soon the leaves will turn and start to fall It's your favorite time of year, I hear But for me it means the cold is near I don't know where you're going and I don't care As long as you take me with you, I'm there, I'm there I don't know if I can see the world through your eyes But I want to be the man who tries Drop the top and take the open road Till we find the next sign that feels like home I'm not sure if this is what you had in mind But I want to say I still stutter when I say your name I'm at your door tonight to get it right we can talk until the morning light I don't know where you're going and I don't care as long as you take me with you I'm there I'm there I don't know if I can see the world your eyes, but I wanna be the man who tries. Drop the top and take the open road till we find the next sign that feels like home. I'm not sure if this is what you had in mind, but I wanna be the man who tries. you to realize that you're the one for me but you're just life so I'll just have to try to make you say I don't know where you're going and I don't care as long as you take me with you I'm there I'm there I don't 
know if I can see the world through your eyes, but I want to be the man who tries. Drop the top and take the open road till we find the next sign that feels like home. I'm not sure if this is what you had in mind, but I Sure, if this is what you had in mind, but I want to be the man who tries. Something I really like about your songs and the way they all fit together, they don't all sound the same. Everything sounds just a little bit different from the last song you played. I really like that. Cool. Yeah, well, I have a split personality, so <laughs> it helps. The one thing it helps in. Well, let me ask you this. Have you got an alter ego? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two or three. Two or three? Yeah. I've got one named Rob. Oh, yeah? He comes out around Christmas time. He wears these big sunglasses. Got him a nice little beard going. Right. And that's not the only one you have. That's not the only one I have, but, but Rob is a superstar. Right. If you've not ever seen any pictures of Rob, I mean, he is an A1 celebrity. Right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You kind of have to to get up in front of people and play. You gotta, you gotta put on a little bit because I mean, it'd just be a mess with me, man. It'd be like, <laughs> I'm so insecure, guys. Watch me play, you know. <laughs> What's your favorite part about performing live? Mm, the adrenaline rush. It's a, um, it's a drug, man. You know. And, well, the thing is, I have chronic stage fright, so it's a battle. It's a challenge. So that's fun. You know, it took me a while to grow into that. You know, used to you stop when things are hard. And then you get to a certain point where it's like, I can't do this. I want to do this. I'm going to keep doing, trying to do this till I do it, you know. And I don't know, some satisfaction in that more than ego, you know. It's just every time you push through it, you feel like you've won a little victory. Yeah. 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 I never feel comfortable on stage, actually, you know. Do you think that helps you? I think it makes me more determined for sure to, to get it right. You know, you've had Michael King on here, and I've learned, I've stolen so much from him when he plays because. Just, you know, he, he played at Dollywood. The certain head ticks he does, he's just got it down. He knows the performance side of it. And I've always kind of been the behind-the-scenes guy. So, I, yeah, I've ripped him off a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Man, he's a talented fellow. Yeah, um, he is. I really liked his music. But you're, he's not – he doesn't talk out a whole lot. Whenever we first met him, I remember he came in. He was just so quiet. And then <laughs> yeah. he sang that first song, and I'm like, wow, this is brilliant stuff. There's your alter ego. There's your, your stage – guy versus the guy walking around that's michael right. man two different people you know yeah and once and once he played and, and performed that song for us i mean he was just he's opened up and he was he was ready, he's to, ready go. to go yeah oh yeah but uh yeah michael seems to be very talented he had some he had some cool stuff yeah oh yeah now your next song you have recorded for us to play tell us a little bit about it this was okay this is my split personality i'm i do my things like your ever living arms and Man Who Tries, that's kind of my indie stuff. I'm, I'm trying to learn how to mix and record and put that out and get placements for that. And then I'm a Music Row guy. And this was one of the Music Row and, of course, Jonathan Singleton. We wrote this together. He's from here. I've known Jonathan about 10, 11 years. And uh, I've bugged him and bugged him and, and told him what I was interested Well, he's why I quit my job. <laughs> you know, he was... He was I wa- so we I've can wa- thank Jonathan. Yeah, I've watched him, you know, just get on this rocket ship. And it's like, and man, that did. would be cool. 
you know. So uh, yeah, Jonathan has done everything from the Grand Ole Opry to hit songs. He's got three three cuts on that new Tim McGraw. I mean, one's one's out now. Diamond Rings and Old Barstools. Best thing he's written that I've really? heard. Yeah, it's awesome. But uh, uh, I know he did. Did he not co-write uh, Watching Airplanes? Mm-hmm. That was his first. Uh, yeah. Don't Billy yeah. Carrington. Why don't we just dance, Josh Turner? Right. Red light, David Nell. Let it rain, David Nell. I mean, the you know, uh, guy and walks into a bar, Tyler Farr. That's a great, that's a great song. Yeah, it is. I've actually got to meet Tyler Farr, and he was a he was a real cool guy. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, I'm not gonna say who told me, but I heard that redneck thing he does is not an act. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what what you see is what you get. That's what from, that's what, from I what I picked up. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, he uh, he signed this Opry poster right here for us, that's but. Cool. Uh, yeah, he was he was pretty cool, but so uh, this is actually Jonathan singing. You co-wrote this with Jonathan, correct? Yes, yes, we and, wrote. And if I'm not mistaken, Big Machine Records has got fifty percent rights to this song. Well, he's Jonathan is a writer for Big Machine, and so yeah, it's and and uh, and Marty has pitched it to some people. Marty Dodson, because uh-huh. I'm you know I don't have a publishing deal, so I'm trying to do what I can on my end. I got it over to Sony Music about a month ago. Um, so yeah, it's it's in the big machine catalog. I just right. This is the first time this is going to be played anywhere, isn't that right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's play it.
I think everybody has a concept of what it would be like or what we think it would be like to be the person that's out in front every night playing the songs and the one riding up on the bus. What's it like to be the one that wrote the song and hear someone else perform it and really connect with it? It's um it's a different it's a different thing, you know. It's a different kind of high, you know. I it took me about two years to wrap my head around trying to write for Nashville. And I can only imagine hearing it on the radio, but like just hearing Jonathan do that and he produced it, he played everything on there. He did that at home, you know, and that's just, he does all his demos for Big Machine whenever he writes something. And it's just, uh, he can do it way. And that song's suited for his voice. I mean, when I play it, I mean, my version's okay, but I mean, it's that raspy thing he's got. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a neat perspective to see somebody else do it, you know. I didn't think I'd like it years ago, but it's cool, you know. I'll tell you, that's one thing I like about Jonathan. And when I listen to music, I like to hear things that stand out. You know, a lot of times today you turn the radio on and the songs are good, the artists are good, they're all talented, but a lot of them sound alike. Yeah. You know, you don't have that many that actually, you know, stand away from, from others. Yeah. You know, there, there's a few out there, you yeah. know. Uh, and uh, and, and when, when I hear something like that, it just kind of grabs my attention. When you hear a, a different style, a different type of voice you're not used to hearing. Yeah. And, uh, and and that's one thing I think Jonathan has got going for him. Yeah, he, um, you know, everybody wants, it's, it's real easy to blanket statement and poo-poo what's going on in Nashville and then the tailgate songs and all that. But you look at Jonathan, like I said, that's why I got into You look at his body of work. And like David Nell's Red Light, man, mm-hmm. you can put that on my tombstone if I wrote that song. And that's great. And you know, in his words, in his West Tennessee farm logic, when I asked him about all that, and I'm gonna do my best, Jonathan Singleton, I can. Man, I just try to do what they do and make it a little cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, right? <laughs> I think that's what we all should aspire to in life. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Well, uh, do you, you got do one you, more do you... live song for us? Yeah, yeah, I've got, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. Here goes my split personality here. Here goes a little Nashville. <laughs> I got slammed in an NSAI critique for this song because I, I break a rule, which is I say the hook in the verse and in the chorus. But the thing of it is I modeled this song after Mine Would Be You, um, which was nominated for Song of the Year last year. Uh, co-written by uh, West Tennessee native Jesse Alexander. And so they're like, you can't do that. You can't say the, you're just saying that too much. Well, mine would be you. I use it. I use the hook as many times as they did. So I guess Blake Shelton can do it, but I can't. But <laughs> we'll see if I use it too much. It's called Good Till It Isn't. Boys and I've decided that we're going out tonight 
You would think that after the last time that I would see the light Too much is never enough till it is I always try to make nice with the whiskey And it's good till it isn't You can find me trying to call my ex around three o'clock it always seems to happen after one or two Jaeger bombs. It's a bad idea now, like we were then. Having fun is serious business, and it's good till it isn't. It's good until it isn't, and things go bad in a matter of seconds somewhere. Back there it stopped being fun One drink, one fight, one night ago I wish someone Would have told me before I did it That it's all good till it isn't Till it isn't Sometimes a blue-eyed girl can bring a man to his knees And turn his world upside down if she ever decides to leave Walking out of his life faster than she walked in Didn't see it coming in the beginning It's always good till it isn't it's good until it isn't And things go bad in a matter of seconds Somewhere back there It stopped being fun One drink, one fight, one night ago I wish someone Would have told me before I did it That it's all good till it isn't drink one fight would not go I wish someone would have told me before I did it but it's all good till it isn't till it isn't you know the good news is and I have good news for you if the whole singing songwriting thing doesn't work out, you can just mark it for Jim Beam. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of when I heard that that hook there. Uh, reminds me of when Jamie Johnson came out with the high cost of living. My wife and I said, "Hey, honey, listen to this radio song that I just heard," and I pulled it up on iTunes or something like that and played the part where he talks about falling down drunk. And passing out on the bedroom floor, <laughs> and she just looked at me, and she said, uh, I, "I think that happened one time with you, didn't it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, I remember sleeping on the couch." Yeah, yeah, that one's a little on the dark side, but you know, I, I'm trying to thread that needle there. I don't, you know, we all have things where we go, "Well, I man, it seemed like a good idea at the time." You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think I could write a book with a chapter 
called It Sounded Good at the Time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I really like that song. When did you write it? When did it come about? Uh, I wrote that after, um, I wrote that after I wrote with Jonathan, um, and we did state. And, and I was really wanting to write. Cause you know, it's a, co- it's a co-write thing. And, um, I've always written by myself. So I was trying to go home and write something that I hoped would be as good as state I'm in by myself just to see if I could do it with totally Nashville in mind, even though that song is probably has more truth to it than some of the others because I was just, you know, I was going out a lot, you know, and I was just sick of the, I was sick of the whole bar scene and all that. And, uh, you get tired of playing in them sometimes, you know, and it's just like, man, it's good till it isn't, you know, and all of a sudden it hits you. (laughs) You eventually grow up. Yeah. So at 40, I'm going to grow up. Well, I love your music. I love the optimism that you have to it. I love how you're always pointing your songs toward finding something different and something more and getting where you want to be. It's it's really been an enjoyable morning to sit down and talk to you and listen to your music. It's It's been really good. Thank you. It has. Uh, Brandon, tell us where, uh, where can people find you? Where can they buy your music or hear more of your music? Um, well, you can get your Everloving Arms on iTunes and Amazon. Um I, I'm going to get a website up because if, if I start getting some traction with that one, especially, you know, I'll have it there. But uh, you can find me on Facebook pretty much. Okay. Um, Brandon Barnett. But um, it's pretty much all I've got going right now. I, I'm I'm recording and mixing. I'm doing singles now. I was going to do an EP. Now I'm just recording singles. I've got one. I got Man Who Tries that I'm mixing. Almost have finished. Try to get it placed. Try to get it out there, and I, I'll throw that up on iTunes. And you can get it on. You can stream it on iHeartRadio. You're okay. now, so well, that's good. That's real good. Uh, what about any live venues that you normally play at? Where can people around here go and, and see you live? I know you was at Rock and Dough yeah. Pizza here the other night, a uh, Thursday night. Yeah, I had my days mixed up. I actually thought it was last night, and I was planning on actually going, but. Yeah. Then I was told, well, no, you got your days mixed up. It was Thursday night. I heard 400 people showed up last night. Yeah. To see me. <laughs> That's good for them, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, fourth Thursday every month, I play at uh, Rock and Dough from seven to nine. And, okay. uh, I don't, I'm, I don't do the typical, um, cover stuff, you know, I, right. I, I do, right. I do my stuff and then I'll throw in some Rufus Wainwright, some Jeff Buckley, stuff like that. Right. So, you know, I try to, well, I, you know, I, and, and I know Jackson, you know, some places, I guess they they frown on original music. Not really frown on it, but it's like people you don't you don't get as big of a following, I guess. But you know, when I go out and and hear music, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. Because I can turn my radio on and hear these songs that everybody's singing. Yeah. I want to go out and hear what the artist has got to say. I, th- I think there's a shift coming. I think you can see it. I think. Uh, and by the way, kudos to what you're doing here. Uh, I've been waiting. We finally caught up and we're going to do a podcast. You know, I've been waiting for, you know, the, the, the gatekeepers are gone. It's up to us to do this stuff. And, and I'm totally with you, you know, and I, I don't, I don't want to bash anybody right. what they do, but right. I mean, I don't want to be known as having the best version of Wagon Wheel in town. That's just right. my thing. <laughs> exactly. Know? Exactly. And then that's a song you're going to hear just about every local band play if they're playing country music, but. You know, when you, when you hear an artist and you hear them live, you hear them sing their original stuff, they can, they can put more passion into that song. This is a song they can relate to. It's a song that comes from their heart. Yeah. You know, and it means something to them. Yeah. So, 
Well, you know, people right? are craving authenticity. I think now we're, right. we're so we're so fragmented. I mean, our attention spans. We can podcast, streaming this, streaming that, to get people to come out to a live venue. And, and you know, I want something different if I'm going to get out of the house. Exactly. Myself, you know? Exactly. So well, I think right. things are changing. <laughs> Hopefully, they're changing in a good way, and I think that they are. I uh, want to tell you a few things about our show. Uh, we are now on Stitcher.com. If you want to listen to our podcast, if you haven't already found us, you can find us on Stitcher.com. They have an Android app and a iOS app that you can download. We're also coming soon to iTunes, hoping to have that up very soon. Uh, other than that, you can find us on Facebook. You can also find all the guests that we've had on our Facebook page. Go back through, find somebody you like, find somebody you want to listen to. You can find their Facebook page through ours. We're at 450 likes on Facebook. We'd really like to get that up just a little bit. So if you could, share with your friends, pass us along, tell your friends and neighbors, uh, tell your family members that live in other states, and let's try to grow this thing just a little bit more and keep bringing y'all great local West Tennessee music, independent music, so that we can keep everybody on the map. And Brandon, also, I want to mention that uh, for us to get on iTunes, we've had to make a few changes to our original feed. So if any of those were accessing our podcast through our website, uh, the original backporch.podbean.com. It's changed. We have now changed that because we found out once you submit a feed to iTunes, and if there's a glitch or something doesn't go well and they reject you, then you cannot submit that same feed again. So now we've had to change our feed, which means our website has changed. So now our new website address is going to be Tennessee backporch.podbean.com Don't feel bad, Jason. You know that Steve Jobs was rejected by Apple for a little while. Well, you know, and Michael Jordan, he was rejected from his high school basketball team. And, you might and, just and turn it all went, around. So Who knows? You, you can never tell. But, Brandon, we really appreciate you coming in this morning. I really enjoyed listening to your music. I, I hope you will come back with us again. Yeah. Yeah, old man, it's been a blast. Thanks for that. I, uh, I, I think we're going to get a good following from this show. I think your music is awesome. So thanks a lot. We're going to help try to promote it as much as we can. Promote your music along with other locals that we've had, and uh, and we hope you'll you know help promote us as well when you're out and about. And oh yeah. Well, all right. Well, keep doing what you're doing. Well, like I said, we really appreciate you you coming on the back porch today and telling us some stories and songs, and uh, we hope to see you again. Sounds good. That's it for the back porch with Jay and Brandon for today. Thank you for tuning in and keep listening to us on your local pod being podcast. Thank you.